you know, I remember a time when I called myself being mad at the church. And I carried on this energy of, I'm not going to church, that's not for me, da-da-da-da-da. I carried on that energy for years. Because I had made a decision in my life that had led me to consequences that I didn't expect. And when what I didn't expect didn't happen, when what I expected did not happen, I blame God. But if I think about it, I didn't blame God for anything else, like the choices I was making that led me up to why I was going to expect what I was going to expect. Do you feel me? So let's just say I'm a smoker and I like to smoke. And then I suddenly get cancer and I say, man, I'm not going to church anymore. But wait, the whole time I was smoking and going to church, it was fine because I was having fun and I was enjoying myself. It wasn't until my choices led me to an expectation I didn't expect that all of a sudden that choice no longer belonged to me. And that outcome, that experience no longer belonged to me. It belonged to the Lord. And all of a sudden it was the church's fault. And all of a sudden it was God's fault. I mean, I wasn't articulating. I wasn't saying God because I could have sworn me and God was tight. God, you know, me and God are good. But I kept saying the church, the church, you know, my issue wasn't cigarette, but I'm using that as an example. Okay, follow along. So here I am and I'm thinking, well, it's years later and I'm I'm well in my practice, well in my business. And I'm like. I'm not flowing the way I used to flow. So I seek spiritual assistance. You know, for me, that was coaching. And I realized that it's because you're still holding on to something. You deceived yourself by saying you were mad at the church. Really? I was mad at God. I'm keeping it real. I thought that God should have saved my marriage, but he didn't. But that was a blessing in disguise. And I, it took me years to even realize that I was still holding on to that, holding on to the fact that my marriage failed and I had blamed God for that. And I blamed God for that because I said I did all these steps and so I should have gotten what I expected. That's not necessarily true. That's not God's fault. God says I give you free will. I give you free will. So when those, when that free will leads you up to where it leads you to, You have to trust and know that God is still going to give you what he promised you. He still gave me the man of my dreams. I just had to learn the lessons with the man that wasn't for me because I was doing it my way and I wasn't doing it his way. It wasn't until I had to lose myself being in the wrong relationship that led me to the right relationship when I was willing to submit to the God of all relationships who showed me how to even have a relationship not only with myself but with others. That led me to connection. God had to be my example of that, though. And when I went through a divorce, you know, I use cigarettes and I'm being honest. I went through a divorce. I said, that's not what I signed up for. But little did I know that relationship was feedback. It was redirecting me to the place I am today. Thank God. And had I, let's say, submitted to the Lord five, seven years ago, maybe I could have been experiencing five to seven years of bliss 
versus suffering, going in circles, talking to the wrong people, men and women, trying, uh, attaching myself to the wrong people. You know, honestly, it wasn't until I decided that I'm tired of rejection. I'm tired of loneliness. I'm tired of being taken advantage of. Lord, show me the way. Because you know what? I did have a life prior to that marriage that was blissful, that was productive, that was prosperous. Honestly, anybody who knew me before then will say that. And I'm like, why do I keep losing at love, at business, in my finances? Like, Lord, what is up? I was in the wilderness for like five years and didn't have to be the answers the same answers I have today I had back then it was my own stubbornness it was my own unwillingness to submit because I was telling myself bullshit like oh that's a fairy tale I mean love will be a fairy tale to you because you don't have it in you that's why you think it's a fairy tale But when I started to realize, when I met the creator, when I reconnected with God, when I saw who I was, I realized in order for me to even know who I am, I have to know the creator because I was created from the creator. You feel me? So how can I know who I am if I don't even know my creator? How can I know love when God is love? That's what the Bible says. I don't know the scripture off the top, but that's what the Bible says. Look it up, Google. So if God says that I am love, how can I love myself if I refuse to know God? And I told you I was mad at the church, but I was really mad at God. I just didn't want to say it because I was afraid. Like, I can't say that, so I'll just say I'm mad at the church. But honestly, I was mad at God. And I had disconnected myself. The more I allowed that anger to set there and settle, the more I allowed the enemy to remind me of the horrible things that had happened that led me to this belief that I'm mad at God. It's God's fault. The more I was in that, going in that circle, that's all it was, was a circle. Nothing was working. There was no path, no straight path. It wasn't until, like I said, I realized I was disconnected from self and from God. And what I mean is I was lost. (laughs) And I realized God is love. So in order for me to know love, to have self-love, I have to know God. And if I don't know God, I don't know love. And if I want to love myself, I must seek the creator who is God, who is love. And once I built that relationship with God Once I invited him into my life and he said, show me what true love is. I mean, he will tell you. He will talk to you. He will show you if you listen, if you have an ear to hear, if you have eyes to see. You have to want to know who I am. You have to want to know who he is. And he will. It's like a reflection in the mirror. Literally, just like when you're standing next to your mother, he's your creator. When you look in the mirror, you will see his reflection in you. And that's when you will know, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is where I'm supposed to go. That is not for me. I say no to that. That doesn't serve me. And you are unapologetically okay with that because you love yourself. Because God is love and you love God and he reflects love back to you. So it's like a mirror reflection and it's energy. It's energy. And then people start to notice it, too. They see the God in you. They see the love in you. Your aura is love. There's just something about you. What is that? Sometimes we deceive ourselves with our own stories. What story is holding you back? Talk on topics.